0: What is up, everybody? It's Friday. You know what that means. We're back. It's another edition of Curveballs and Share Shots. My name is Brandon Tanguma. Alongside me is my lovely and esteemed co-host, Dominic Hobson. Dominic, how are you doing today? And we're also not alone. We have—we actually do have not a live studio audience, but we actually, well, we have a studio audience here with us. Well,
1: I mean, it's, studio only, audience. It's, it's only apropos that we actually have the studio audience being a studio audience really I mean I mean so do we still call her studio audience or I don't, I don't this is this I is mean she's me like
0: basically the exact thing a studio audience would be I mean it's it's live well live to tape if she would like to chime in and say something censor us give her own two cents 10 cents quarter 50 cent she can do that but anyways Doctor, how carry you another week in the the northern i don't know what's i i don't know i don't mean, know they call fucking, washington
1: it's fucking washington i don't know but it's okay you know just taking it day by day you know i have my woman to uh keep me steady going down the right path in life praise jesus um amen and uh you know
0: oh i i i made new friends Oh, my gosh. Two weeks in, you already made new friends. Look at you, you little social butterfly. You want to know how I met them? Did you go to your dad's bar? No. No, damn.
1: No. Uh, I was at work and these two younger men approached me.
0: Uh, In a van? In an
1: unmarked van? (laughs) No, they're walking, silly. And uh, they started striking a conversation with me and I'm like, "Oh, okay, you know, just young kids probably wanting to know like what I'm doing because, you know, it's interesting my job, you know, I have this big machine that makes noises, I'm spray painting the ground, like some people find that interesting. And then it dawned on me about halfway through their conversation. They had the little pin with their name on it that said, blah, 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 missionary church or whatever. And I'm like, oh, shit. You befriended some Mormons? No, they're born again Christians, and oh, amen, my brother. And uh, so they were like, "Oh, you know, I know you're busy, but you know, if you, so you to- met Shawn Michaels, no, if I met Shawn Michaels, I'd cream myself." But the, the, this was, this was like, I'm trying to think of like, yeah, this is just terrible. These, I, they, they weren't bad. Like, I mean, I just, I don't want to talk about God and Jesus and shit. You know, you know, and plus, they're not old enough to drink, so it's like. And I bet you the, the religion you probably can't even
0: drink. <laughs> I'm laughing because sorry for those. Uh, we don't do videos. I'm just uh, scrolling through my camera roll and changing my video or changing my profile picture. And it's uh, me with Los Padres. It was, a, it was a short phase. We did mustaches and I look fat because I don't have my, my beard to cover me up and uh, yeah so you guys looking out there i have a very nice last week I had a very nice photo in dominic's pics but this week i will post this as my profile picture <laughs> for dominic's pics so you guys can all see it in all it's clear i've kind of kept it private I, ca- I just took a picture of myself just to document the moment <laughs> and there's a reason i haven't put it out there but you know this time this week for week six of dominic's pics i will put it out there for the people
1: studio audience how do you feel about this picture that is on the screen I'll speak. Sorry,
0: my glasses. fell.
2: Sorry. Hold on, hold on. Oh, it's um, OK.
0: And I feel I don't know if, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's okay, me, good. you know, it's me going bald again down there. But I feel like my chin hasn't exactly like grown in as full. So I feel like there's kind of like a like a patch where like my my mutton chops are fine but then like my chin isn't that great. So I feel like I have like a serious neck beard going on right now I just, and I, I just, I'm, I'm not happy about it. I just, I
1: just, I'm looking at the photo. I'm thinking like, there's so many other
0: angles you could have done to kind of cover up the, the double chin. Well, but... I just, I was all, I, I got to the game. I sat on the bench and I was like, you know, I, I'm, Should I just take a photo, at least take a photo with me with my Padre stuff on? I don't want to take one like when I'm at home. So I'm just going to quickly take a pic, snap, you know, look down, which is not a good angle. I should have, you know, looked up. But then that would also show everyone that I'm taking a photo. So I was trying to be incognito. And because of me being incognito, I took a terrible photo with all seven of my chins hanging out. (laughs) Well, Brandon, I am happy that you
1: are comfortable enough to do that to yourself. But anyways, uh, start. So, so they're like, Oh, let me get your number. We can hang out sometime, you know, catch and talk about things. I'm just like, and I'm not, I'm not mean. I, and I, I'm not good at telling people no, I'm okay. And stuff like that. That's a way better photo. Just saying. Um, it is a way better photo. Maybe for week seven, we'll use that photo. Maybe. And then, um, so they're like, yeah, let me get your number. And I was going to give them my home phone number in the San Lorenzo house. But I was afraid that he was going to be like text. Me. I'll go, oh, I'm will going to text you right now and get my number or he's going to call me and be like, hey, save my number under Jebediah, whatever the fuck his name was. And I was like, oh, wait, sorry, that's the wrong number. I'm trying to remember my number now. It's a uh, 305. And so I, g- I gave him my phone number. He's like, I'll call you Thursday at seven. OK, so fast forward to last night. Because th- that was Wednesday, this you know, last night, whatever. I'm on FaceTiming with. Studio audience. We're talking on the computer, blah, 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 blah. And it happened to be uh, your girlfriend, wife, baby mama, whatever. It's It was Adriana's going away party
0: because she no longer works at All-American Labels now. And All-American Labels just falling apart. A mass exodus. What's going as on? Is soon, there something soon, under the surface that needs to be uncovered? Why is everybody leaving? As
1: soon as I left... I mean, it just it's not the same. I mean, I you were the was, glue that kept everybody together. I wasn't just glue. I was super. No, glue.
2: it wasn't. It was Audrey. Get it right. It oh, was fucking Audrey. Audrey. It was Brandon, Audrey. You
1: would fuck Audrey. Shut the fuck up. Anyways. Oh, um, God. But uh... shout out Audrey.
0: <laughs> Is that hey, the podcast? I mean, you're, we got you're... shout out
1: Rich. Do we shout out Audrey now? I mean, but but you're marrying Adriana. You can't you can't fuck Audrey now. So chill. Sorry chill too many women brandon you just you're such a fucking whore but um i know i'm a little slut so i i'm After talking I'm, spit on me. I'm talking to, to to mary on facetime blah 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 and my phone starts vibrating. i'm like someone call me a rollover and it's adriana and i'm like oh she's she must be fucking shit face what she was and then i you know because i told her to say like oh tell us ellie happy birthday whatever and then And then some random number called me and it was Estelle. And then they start texting me and they're drunk and they're just like, pick up your fucking phone, loser, blah, blah, blah. And then Estelle sends me nothing but fast and Furious gifts because she just she's the one that came up with the Toretto shit at work. Definitely not the people from Osh. Definitely not the people from Osh. And and then I'm like, all right. So they stopped. So I go back, talk to the studio audience and I hear my phone. vibrating. I'm like, what do these bitches want? Fuck. And I roll over and it's a Spokane number. And I'm like, oh, shit, it's Jebediah. And so I just ignored him and then
0: blocked him like a good Catholic boy. I am. Oh, damn. Poor Jebediah. Yeah. He was just trying to tell you the good, the good news. And you had a how Christianity and Catholics are the same or exactly the exact same thing. Definitely no difference whatsoever. But um,
1: can we just have name, can
0: this podcast just be about religion? Was his name actually? Yeah, because we I mean, we're a very uh, religious. Very religious. We're not controversial whatsoever, and talk about religion would not be a controversial subject. Wouldn't? Wouldn't? But um, was his name Jebediah? No, I don't know what the fuck his
1: name was. He didn't give it to me, which mm-hmm. made me concerned that he was going to take me to their church and then they were going to brainwash me and maybe drink a special punch. And the next you know, I'm shaving my head, my beard, and fucking
0: tucking in my shirt and knocking on doors, to- talking about Jesus. Amen. But Dominic, how's work? You said you had to do like a test or something. Everything is everything golden. I'm a fucking genius, bro. I passed that shit. I've I've.
1: I don't know if it's the way I sold myself over the phone when I was still living in California or if it's just the way I'm holding my chin up high in this fucking office. But man, they said I'm the only one they've ever pushed through to test out at the gas company to get me to to like, 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 so realistically it should have been the first week should have been all training. And then for the next three weeks should be like, I ride along with somebody and they're like, uh, you get the, the classroom training in two days and the third day you're taking your test. The fourth day you're driving up, you know, 45 minutes to the gas company testing. And the next day you're by yourself. So your boy is hot shit. Is You're I'm just saying. a
0: fucking little gas marking wizard, aren't you, Dominic?
1: I mean, I try. I try. But, you know, I, I was supposed to do five. So last week I did four tens, had Friday off. This week I was supposed to do five eights. But because my supervisor fucked me over and made me work a 10 hour on Tuesday, the manager of the of the of the we called a profit center little little insider information right Ooh, there. okay a little inside baseball
0: uh, for the boys
1: he uh he was like do you want to do four tens this week then and have friday off again or do you want to do like an eight eight six or i was like oh, i'll just do tens i'll have friday off he was all right cool but boots boots because your boy's trying to get it in good with these guys i was like Calling my supervisor yesterday and he was like, oh, hey, yeah, we're hella busy. All three of the supervisors have to run jobs because we're hella sl- slammed and people are calling in sick and shit. And I was like, well, hey, I'm off tomorrow. I could do like a half shift, work some OT. They're like, oh, fuck it. Yeah. So I worked like five hours
0: today. So your boy is making bizank. Well, that's glad to hear. Looks like Dominic's fitting right in, being a good little boy, working the overtime even though he's, well, I guess because he worked what? The two extra hours you kind of like worked a regular week but you just got paid more from the from my math. I don't know. Who cares? Know. You're Your doing such sucks. A, You're well, that's the reason why you're getting paid and I'm not. Still never did hear back from the person that called me last week. I checked his BC if I'm going to be a sexy librarian. Still, they haven't given any updates. So maybe like on Monday, I'll email them, ask if I can get an update. And uh, besides that, um, would you like to go on a road trip with the studio audience when she moves up here? Maybe. When is the studio audience moving up here?
1: I was told, you know,
0: I told I told you this was like a I I was told this is like a six months to a year. Yeah, well, when Brandon, but when I have severe
1: anxiety and panic attacks, i need my my rock i need my <clears throat> you know uh, pussy you're stone cold you just call me a pussy i will kick i'll kick <laughs> you from this fucking you know I we don't need at
2: his picture
1: oh <laughs> okay that's that 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 explains it but uh what was i gonna say uh but yeah when you're a i need my you know i'm she's the rock i'm mick foley
0: she's stone cold she gives you 10 unprotected share shots as your handcuff behind have your hands handcuffed behind your back. Oh, I guess daddy please more.
1: But uh, you know, so she's she's gonna be coming up probably the beginning of November. Maybe sooner, depending on uh the situations with the doogie, how we're gonna get him up here, if it's driving or flying, but it seems like it's gonna be driving now, so you know, you know, would you can feel free. You know, I'll we'll pay for your plane ticket home if you want to go on a long, long car ride for like fifteen hours. And you know, yeah, yeah. You know, you could see me hang out in my my room, my sex dungeon. You know my- how
2: I said that? You know how I said me and your brother is gonna be awkward.
0: You think me and him? You're talking about me and Mary, me and studio audience, best friends. We're gonna be talking all fifteen hours. Yeah, we're gonna like <sighs> I'm gonna listen okay. to like all the podcasts. But you the see, you, you can make Brandon uh, drive it though. I'm a great driver, you know. It's I'm a great driver. I'm I'm already the other podcast official driver, so now I can be the Curbals and chair Shots official driver.
1: There we go. See, it all works out. Yeah. The other podcast.
0: The other podcast that shall not be named yeah we don't name that podcast because, oh uh,
1: yeah I just, I just unplugged my phone god damn it
0: let hmm. me mute
1: myself before i see
0: before mary studio nope. says something oh, oh yeah yeah anyways I know, I know what she's doing
1: anyways are we done yet can we go can we get off and play
0: some no, more this, this is no this is when you ask how my week was done oh hey brandon how was your week buddy oh thank you for asking dominic well you know had had a long weekend. Can we a, get this start it? Okay. Had a, well, this, well, this is started. Dominic says we need, Dominic says that we're supposed to rift more. And I've saved this story. I didn't tell this on the other podcast because I only give curveballs and shirt ch- I give curveballs and church shots the scoop. Well, I have, w- curveballs and church shots have exclusive rights to Brandon's life. So. Yes. So if something major happens in my life, I have to say it on curveballs and church shots first. Even if it happened before the other podcast. But. I got into a car accident this week, Dominic. It was such a major, severe car accident. Okay. I'm, gl- I'm luckily, I'm luckily, luckily, I'm alive. Oh, he's concussed. Oh no. I know. And it's only half a joke because um the like in like the front end of my Jeep kind of fell off. <laughs> oh, and <my> God. <laughs> I couldn't steer. So <clears throat> Let's take it from the top. <laughs> See, this is why I saved the, this. Is why I saved a story for this podcast. So, driving down, have noticed the Jeep steering has been a little loose lately. Been meaning to tighten up the the steering box, but didn't really get around to it. So, driving to the gym, trying to be a good little fat boy. And when I go from when I leave my work, there's either whip that I can go one of two ways out of light. I can either turn or I can go straight. This time, I decided to go straight because that's just how the light played out. So I go straight. I go all the way down to whatever the fuck street it is because I'm terrible with streets. I go on Llewellyn. Don't worry, people who don't know, I will explain it later. But I, I drive down, I go past St. John's and I go past the, uh, the mechanic shop. And all of a sudden, I switch into like fourth gear or whatever gear it was. And then all of a sudden, I fucking like lost control of the Jeep and I couldn't figure out. I couldn't like turn or do anything. So luckily, I was like already leaning to the right more than more ways than one if you know what I'm talking about. And I was leaning to the right and I like jumped the curb and I luckily like stopped right before I hit a little planted tree. But uh it happened off a of green light. So and I was in front. So luckily there was nobody in front of me and there was like a person behind me that was only going like five, 10 miles an hour. So it wasn't like a serious car accident. And I look around and like the for layman's terms, how to explain it is like the connector between the steering wheel And the axle, like there's a bolt there, it came apart, and so the front axle, for I'll just say the front axle dropped out. When it, it's not exactly that, but that fell out, so I can turn, and yeah, so that was fun. My whole life flashed before my eyes. But as I said, if it didn't happen in this very specific circumstance, could have been a lot worse. Could have been. Could have been driving down like a major street or going like on the freeway or something. Could have been a lot worse. Luckily, it was only going like five, 10 miles an hour on a pretty empty street. So when you say accident, though, so the car hit you? No, it was just a single car accident. I was oh, the only okay. person involved. I was okay. driving down the street. I go to So it ship. wasn't really an accident, then it was just well, you popped it's the curb. It it sounds he doesn't better. not know how to drive. It sounds better for a podcast,
1: okay? So do you, I take it you got
0: you had to sit there. You can't, a tow truck <laughs> think, came to well, I was going to So, I am sitting there veered off to the side. I'm kind of off as much as I can. There's really no shoulder, but luckily the Jeep's small enough and the streets kind of big enough that i'm not really blocking any traffic so i'm kind of all the way off to the side Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and uh my life's flashing before my eyes freaking out (laughs) because i'm like the steering wheel doesn't work god damn it this is gonna be a lot of money and i (laughs) i don't know what the fuck's gonna happen but luckily these two mexican guardian angels were in the parking lot right next in the uh apartment complex in the parking lot they come over shout out ivan and whoever the other guy was but uh, they saw the thing was disconnected and uh, one of the other guy who didn't speak any English and I didn't get what his name was. He uh, was able to connect them and tighten it together. So I was able they were able to fix that, get it together and I was able to drive it back home. So I was able. So luckily it wasn't that bad. No car accident, no, no hit, no tow truck, no nothing. But damn, the next day, Shadow dog. He was in the area. He drove over. We took a look at it, and he noticed that the there's a cart. There's something called a Carter pin. Dominic, know what that is? Yes, I know what a, a Carter, Carter pin is. Pin. It, so there's supposed to be a Carter pin in that bolt to you know, so it doesn't fall keep off. Keep it in place. Yeah, to keep it in place. So because so he looked at that and he told me that's what it was. I was like, oh, okay, cool. So he looked at it. We went over. He tightened the bolt up first. We went to AutoZone. Got it. It was like a ten dollar box of different ones if you knew the exactly right right one you could have got it for like a couple bucks so we come back we put that bitch in place bend it so it doesn't fall out and it's all fixed pretty much so instead of having to go to a mechanic and pay hundreds of dollars for like a three dollar part figured it out by ourselves and if i didn't put that pin in place if i didn't go to the mechanic it was just going to happen again (laughs) So your so, boy could have been dead. So what I'm you're here, saying is I'm the never going to God in
1: that fucking Jeep
0: again, because I don't trust you. No, mechanic no. skills. Dog dog is going to come back. He looked at some other stuff and we're going to, you know, grease, going to old going to grease that old girl up. She's going to be all nice and greasy, all lubed up. We're going to put in some uh, new power steering because apparently my power steering is fucking trashed. And so, so what uh, you're saying it. is you and your dad are having some bonding. <laughs> I know we're we're having some bonding. You and your how, what kind of bonding are you and your dad having time. up there in Washington? S- smoking cigarettes and drinking beers. You're just ripping heaters with your dad. Fuck yeah, dog. My dad's a vapor. He used to be a smoker, chain smoker, but now he's gone on to the vape. Oh, he's, he used to be a fan of the chain smokers. Oh, he well, I don't know what is probably not. He's more of a, you know, classic rock type of guy. But oh, yeah, but yeah. You know, just, you know, just ripping cigs in a minivan full of four kids. Good times. Good times. <laughs> and Then Tyler not liking the cupcakes or whatever. Those fuck, which wasn't Tyler. It was that other dipshit kid. But yes, so it's been an eventful day, eventful week for your well, boy. I'm I'm happy that you are okay. And I use that as an excuse to not go to the gym this week. Of course, you yes. piece of shit. So next week. Which, Dominic, you know, you send me those videos of that guy telling me to go to the gym. It's either it doesn't help me one bit. It's either I've already went to the gym or I'm not going to the gym. You're depressed and you don't want to go. And now you're like, oh, I'm fat. Uh, but now apparently you're sending to Tyler because Tyler's going. Apparently, Tyler's was trying to go to the gym. He sent me a routine of TikToks and it was pretty much the routine, not the exact routine, but it's but, the same idea yeah. that I do. And he was like, what do you think? And I was like, oh, it's pretty much the same well, thing I do. So go for I it, buddy.
1: I think. I think it, when, it was when they first moved. It was like right after they moved in their apartment. He was like, oh, Haley wants to get a gym membership. And I'm like, bro, do it. He's like, ah, I don't want to. I'm, you know, I'm tired when I get home from work. I'm like,
0: just do it. So I'm going to start picking on him Dominic now. is the ultimate gym motivator yet. Ha- does not step
1: foot in gym. bro the world is my gym i've been walking so much again out in the good old doors carrying my bag and my 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 receiver my paint stick and then i have to like walk up hills sometimes and everything so your boy's gonna be rocking fucking i'm gonna have my legs are gonna be back my abs are gonna be so fucking yoke dog i'm gonna be
0: i'm gonna look like fucking zach Gaffron from baywatch guaranteed i can't wait can't wait for the photo okay. shoot maybe by uh but January. what you have
2: for dinner today
0: I had a protein. I had a taco. I, ta- I went to a Taqueria That Taqueria, It was good. Wait minute,
2: I'm not talking about you.
0: Oh, sorry. You didn't specify. Oh, uh, I had a protein with
1: some carbs. Same. Oh,
2: from where?
1: I had some veggies too. Um. Uh, and I don't. I don't remember the name. Dominic.
0: Can I guess it? Yeah. Okay. So you had protein yes. and veggie, or you had protein and carbs? Um. Was it pizza? No. No. Was it a burger?
2: Yes. From where?
0: Was it a Wendy's? No. no. McDonald's. Yes. And you know, I, I wanted to go to McDonald's today, but uh, because Mom's PT Cruiser doesn't roll down their window, roll down its window, we didn't really want to go inside of McDonald's. Don't want to get shot. So instead, we went to the new taqueria, and that place took like almost a half hour to get
1: to we things. went there before before I left and got the haystack burrito was not bad, very filling. Their tacos weren't too bad either. So
0: yeah I waited twenty minutes, walked up there, asked, "Is twenty nine ready?" He was like, "Oh, we're waiting on the veggie burrito," which is what my mom got, and I'm like, God. "It's a fucking veggie burrito. How hard can it be? You don't even need to cook anything really. You put it on the grill for like thirty seconds, and that's all it takes." So what, what you're what saying is your mom's food more? was hot and made your food cold. Pretty much, they fucking gave like three scoops of guacamole in that bitch, which the guacamole was quite tasty. We'll give them fucking vegetarians. I know.
1: How's your mom, by the way? Man, eh, you know she's okay. She okay that I'm not there anymore to come eat pizza and you watch know, wrestling. A,
0: yeah, it's been a rough couple of weeks without you here, Dominic. But um, you know, every day's a struggle, but every day we get you know take a step forward in recovery. I think well, you she's going to pull through it.
1: I uh, you offered us Josh's room. A long time ago when he left and you guys never, you know, allowed that to happen. So, mm. well, Josh is supposed to be back in the next week or two for good or just no winter break or whatever.
0: Yes. Winter break in mid-October. Whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Got I need someone to help me put the Jeep on Jeep top on. Ask Mary. <laughs> Mary, you want to put the top on my Jeep? I'll take that as a yes. All yep, right. So let's
2: sure. Whenever are we well, done now? There we can go. No, we...
0: we got to get into the MLB mm. playoffs. We are currently uh, through three games for the uh, well, only one series has gone through three games. And currently we got the Dodger Padre game on in the background. Padres winning two to one in Santiago as the series is all knotted up at one. I guess we'll start there since you know. Only two games have happened. Dominic, your thoughts? Uh, Padres able to steal game two. Dodgers win game one. Uh, Going back to San Diego and both National League matchups are division matchups. Well, I guess three of the four matchups are division matchups. Dominic, how do you see uh, San Diego and L.A.? Padres putting up a good fight against the best team in baseball. I mean...
1: Fuck the Padres. Let's go Dodgers, first of all. Whoa, Anyways. whoa, 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 whoa.
0: Los Padres all day. And how would you guys do? Uh, well, we're in the championship. Uh, we were supposed to be playing this week, supposed to play a doubleheader this week, but it got pushed back to next week because apparently the other team, don't know who or how many, apparently they got into a, a pretty bad car accident. Oh, yeah. Just car accidents are just running. Yeah, I should have. I should have texted them and be like, "I was in a car accident too. I was ready to play." You should have done, but you didn't. I mean, one of our teammates got into a severe car accident, and we still played that next week.
1: Exactly right. I know, but and
0: you know uh, what their name is. You know what their their name is, and we're, we we might means? have to we might have to be under protest because of this. Their name is the Indians. us, as an organization, do not stand for such racism in the Bay area, the Bay bridge baseball league and Los Padres um, possibly is threatening to protest if they do not change the name by next week. I mean, as someone who shared, who has native American roots, I am deeply offended. Well, anyways, back to the,
1: San Diego Padres and the oh, Los sorry. Angeles Dow- Do- sorry, Dow- sorry. Dowagers. Um, You know, I feel like this is going to be a long series, but I think the Dodgers are going to pull out. I think they just, you know, like you said, the best team in baseball.
0: It's an easy cop out, but I think it, it is is pivotal to be what, uh, to see what happens here in game three. Um, Dodgers are the better team, but they just haven't been able to play up to their full potential. Mainly, I would say the, uh, the lineup, I mean, uh, the lineup, hasn't really, you know, they're not crushing it right now. And so they're just kind of keeping the Padres or the Padres are staying around and they're able to, to get the big hits and over the five game span. I, I would say the Dodgers are still going to come out, but I did say the Padres, Last week are kind of the sleeper pick for a World Series run, but um, I guess i will still stick with the Padres, but I'm not right. I'm not counting out the Dodgers yet, even if they do lose this game three, which we'll give an update, which it's not going to mean anything because we you listen to this, you already know staying in the National League, the Phillies take. Game three as they came back home, tied up one one. So now the Philadelphia Phillies are ahead of the defending world champion Braves two to one, put an absolute fucking beat down on the Bravos. Uh Reese Hoskins, Bryce Harper hitting jacks. And this offense is scary if they can keep it up. That's the big question, because the playoffs is really built around pitching. Philly's able to limit the Braves to one run, but I think that this uh, Phillies team is going to go as far as that lineup could carry him, Dominic.
1: Well, I was down on the Phillies all season long. I thought they were just not going to be able to catch up and be a major player, but they proved me wrong tonight. And they're just... You know, the, the the postseason is where if you fire on all cylinders, you can win a championship. And the Phillies are proving that right now. And I, I think they might shock everybody and beat the Braves.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm right there with you. Uh, you know, going, game four is tomorrow. And I probably should look up what the pitching uh, matchup is. But the the Braves on paper are a better team. I mean, it's Chris or Charlie Morton for the Braves going up against Noah Syndergaard of the Phillies, you know, two big name pitchers, but you know, Morton definitely hasn't had a good year this year. I don't know off the top of my head, what uh Syndergaard has done this year, three, nine, four ERA. So uh, I could see this one being a little more high scoring. So maybe this is where the Braves lineup wakes up. And that, I mean, they've struggled as much as they kind of, you know, overtook the Mets and the division, they were kind of struggling offensively in that stretch as well. So it's not a big surprise that they're struggling up against the, uh, the one, two punch of Wheeler and Nola in uh, against Philly. So um, I don't know. I mean, I'll think, I think Philly wraps it up in game four. I think Philly gets the win tomorrow and surprisingly bounces the Braves out of the postseason. All right, moving over to the American League. We got the uh, Seattle Mariners down 0-2 to the Houston Astros. Uh, the Mariners had leads in both games, but the Astros come back and beat them. It's basically just been the Jordan Alvarez show. I mean, he's just balled the fuck out, walk off on um, game one. Then he hits a go-ahead home run in game two. Seattle going back playing at that ballpark in the playoffs the first time in 21 years. So that's going to be a jolt to them. And it's going to be a, a really fun atmosphere. And as much as I, I, I love the, the story of the Mariners making a run. I just, I don't see them making the comeback and maybe they can get up and with the adrenaline can capture game three. But I, I think the, uh, the Astros finish it in uh, in see- New- or in Seattle. I got a feeling if the Astros, if the Astros, if the Mariners, I mean, the Mariners should be up 2-0 right now, at least 1-1. Like they should have won that first game. Well, that's what I'm saying. If they can win
1: this next game, I think it's going to turn everything around and the Mariners will win it. But I'm also kind of hesitant to be betting against the Astros in the postseason. So I'm kind of 50-50, but whoever wins this next game is going to win the series.
0: Okay. Well, if the Astros won the next game, then they would win the series. So really got off on a limb on that one, Dominic, but, uh, Hey, I, you know, this, I didn't this say is, I was this is why you're one. here. This is why you're here for, for this top tier analysis, uh, this game, the other series, the Cleveland guardians and the New York Yankees all knotted up at one Piece guardians win in 10 in game two. This was supposed to be played yesterday, but because of rain, it got pushed back to today. So now they got to play four straight games. So, a lot of travel, a lot of a lot of games in a short period of time after a weird day off, supposedly day off in between one and two. Then now they got to play back to back to back. Um, I mean, this is what we thought was good. This is how the Guardians were gonna have to win. They were gonna have to limit the damage for the Yankees and scrape across a couple of runs, and hopefully their bullpen and pitching staff can kind of hold it together. And that's what happened so far. Aaron judge is off to an abysmal start zero for eight with seven strikeouts. Um, You know, John Carlos Stan gets his timely hit, you know, his home run, but it's, you know, Aaron judge is batting one for a reason to be the table setter. And that has not paid off so far. I do think the postponement and the limited, you know, no off days now playing three straight is going to hurt the the guardians. Not only can Bieber not pitch game five is, which is what they were trying to do. But also, that limits, I think, their bullpen. I mean, even in this game, Classe pitched what? Seven outs. He had to pitch seven outs. And you're probably not going to use him tomorrow. And game four, if shit hits the fan and you need him, even if they're down, you probably have to use him. So, but Cleveland has, that's just what they do. It's not pretty, but they get it done. They got Tristan McKenzie pitching tomorrow. I uh, don't know who the Yankees are throwing. Maybe it would be uh, Frankie. Old Frankie Montas, uh, no, it's be uh, Luis Luis Servi. <clears throat> sorry, Louis Luis, Luis Sir Severino. I don't know why that was so fucking hard for me to say because I know who the fuck he is. But going back to Cleveland, tied one apiece. Tristan, Tristan McKenzie's nasty. I, I I think the the Guardians win game game two or sorry game three to take the lead, but I think the Yankees win game four, go back to Yankee Stadium. I mean, the Yankee bullpen isn't very good right now when they were so good in middle of the season. He, this was kind of hard to, to predict, even though on paper, like Cleveland's the weakest and the Yankees are the toughest or something.
1: Well, I mean, when Stanton's going, what, 0 for 8 or something like that? or uh, that'd, be judge. that'd be Judge. Judge, sorry. It's one of them. Uh, when he's fucking striking out seven times, It's not, not, not only it's not a good look, but it ain't doing much for your team. So, but, um, I don't know. I think Cleveland, I think this is Cleveland's year. I know I picked the Yankees and Dodgers in the World Series, but this might be Cleveland's year. But fuck it. A Cleveland, Philadelphia, Philly, Phillies Super Bowl? No. Survivor Series? No.
0: SummerSlam? What's it called? World Series, that's what it's called. I'm oh, fucking tired. Presented by Capital One and Scott's. No, the postseason pitcher is presented by Scott's. The World Series is presented by Capital One. Hashtag ad, hashtag not sponsored. Yet. Anyways, by the time next week, we should be deep into the uh, championship series, maybe two games on each side. I do maybe one game on each side or two games. I don't know, but uh, no basketball news or hockey news to really speak of. So let's just roll on in to the NFL picks for week six. Other wise known as
1: football NFL picks.
0: Bump them. Bum. So we're not going to talk. I mean, we could talk about last yesterday's game, but that fucking, that was an abomination. 12 9, whatever the, I forget what the score, 12 7 score. Yes, 12 7. Commanders on top. Shout out, shout out to the commies, Carson Wentz, Commander Carson, undefeated on Thursday night. Absolute fucking unit on Thursday, but on the other days, not so much. Uh, nothing really to take away from this game. So let's just get on in to the picks as we got the Baltimore Ravens taking on the New York football Giants in Baltimore Ravens, our favorite here on the road at five and a half. The Giants, surprisingly, are four and one after beating the Green Bay Packers in London town. Oof. Can the Giants do it again at home against those Ravens? I'm going to say yes. Okay. I'm going Giants. And I by think... the way, apparently, according to Dominic, all of his picks are money line picks, not with yes. the spread, because even yes. though we've done this and he's understood it multiple times, he's going with New York Giants plus 200 on the money line. Yes. Okay.
1: Yes. 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 But I just think, I just think if they can beat the Green Bay Packers, I mean, yeah, they don't have their all star lineup as last year or the years before, but. I mean, let's face it, it's Lamar, and
0: that's about it. So you'll be fine. Give me the Giants and the plus and the five and a half. I think that the Ravens can win this game, but for whatever reason, the Ravens cannot hold a lead to save their life. And they can maybe get up on, you know, it could possibly play out just how the Green Bay game went, where, you know, Ravens get out to a little bit of a lead. They don't really do anything in the second half. The Giants come back. Maybe a Justin Tucker field goal kind of seals it, but uh, the, the Giants are playing decent football and the defensive coordinator for the Giants was a longtime defensive coordinator for the Ravens. So there's kind of maybe a little match up there where, you know, Lamar and the DC for the Giants kind of know each other. So it might be a fun little chess match, but game of the Giants and the points Dominic says, fuck those points and just take the Giants outright. Then, We get the Cincinnati Bengals taking on the New Orleans Saints. Bengals favored by three at the New Orleans Silver Superdome. Um, Shocking that this number is still so low that the Bengals are only favored by three, despite um, a lot of players out for the Saints. Andy Dalton will be the quarterback for the Saints again. This uh, seems like a seems like a trap to me, Dominic. I'm kind of. Perplexed why this number is so low in favor of the Bengals. You think it'd be a little bit higher with all the all the players out for the Saints, right? Well, I mean, Saints suck,
1: dude. Fucking no, I mean the Saints are surprising me. You know, with a great quarterback like Annie Dalton, not Jameis Winston, it uh you know gives me hope that the Saints can do something, but um, but no, the, the I still think the Bengals are going to win this game. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, fucking. They're going to go on. They're going to be on fire.
0: Count it. I'm going to take the Saints. Not really like a homer pick, but as I said, like it's still at three points despite a lot of names being out. So I would have thought that would have creeped up to maybe like five or four and a half, but it's still staying at three which kind of gives me pause that maybe, you know, the bookmakers know where they always know more than what we know. So that just kind of intrigues me that maybe they think that the Saints have a much better shot at beating the Bengals, is what maybe people would think. So uh, give me the Saints plus the points at home. Saints are always kind of a different team over there. And uh, yeah, I mean, Bengal, unfortunately, Mr. X, Bengals have been disappointing uh, this season, but. I mean, also the Rams have also been disappointed. So it's not just the loser being uh, having the Super Bowl hangover as well. We get an AFC South division matchup as the Jacksonville Hagwires, the all elite Hagwires, take on the Indianapolis Colts. If you remember earlier in the season, the Jaguars blanked the Colts in Jacksonville. This time it is in Indy, and the Colts are a oh so slight, 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 slight favorite at two points. Dominic, can the Jaguars do it again? Or do the Colts get the bounce back win here?
1: I don't know, man. The The Colts had such a fucking phenomenal game last week that uh, they might be riding that high heading in
0: to face the Jags. But the Jags so are... Those who have already forgot that was that abysmal Thursday night game against the Broncos, yes. which yes. somehow was bet. No, I think it was probably worse. Just because that went in overtime, I think... I don't know. They're both They both are terrible. Anyways, um,
2: so I'm gonna give the
1: I'm gonna give the edge to.
0: You know what? I'm I'm gonna give it to the Jags. I think the Jags kick their ass again. I definitely could see that happen. The Jaguars have cooled off a bit from their hot start um you know they played against the the texans and you know the texans are no slouch they're a, a spunky little team but i thought they would have performed a lot better maybe a look ahead game they're you know more looking towards this colts matchup than the texans game uh, but giving the colts uh, at home uh, they've had a long week to prepare for this jacksonville off a loss maybe a little down so give them the colts minus two not in love with it but um, this, this, as much as I don't like this, cause I am facing Jonathan Taylor in the JC, in the uh, JCU, I could see him maybe having a, a big kind of breakout game this week. Uh, moving on Minnesota Vikings take on the Miami dolphins. The Vikings are a three point favorite on the road. A lot of road favorites here this week as the dolphins, uh, will not have Tua. maybe I think they're going to have Teddy. Should have kind of looked that up, or maybe they have Skyler Thompson. I think that's who the other guy is. But I, I put my faith in Teddy Bridgewater, and he gets concussed last week. But uh, Vikings three point favorite. They're not a, I think they're still, especially with the Packers not doing so great, not the uh, still the favorite for the NFC North. Uh, not exactly the best team in the world by any means, but uh, given the Vikings and uh, fuck it, given the over two, 45 and a half, I think it's gonna be a fun little shootout.
1: Well, I'm gonna go with the Vikings as well. I think, uh, you know, just I just definitely not for fantasy purposes, but Dalvin Cook can go for 100 yards. Adam Thielen like 115 yards, a couple touchdowns. You Justin know, Justin like, Jefferson 150 with a
0: tutter. Yeah, you know, like just we're just gonna be gritty and everywhere, Dominic. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Uh, we get the New England Patriots led by Bailey Zappy. Taking on the old Cleveland Brownies in Cleveland, uh, the Browns favor two and a half in this one. Both uh, or the Patriots coming off a big win against the Detroit. Cleveland coming off a close loss against the uh, Chargers. Not a sexy matchup, Dominic, but two two solid teams. Uh, who comes away victorious in this one?
2: Well. And my
1: expert opinion. And let's let, let's use that term expert very loosely. I'm going to go with. I'm,
2: I'm going to go with Zeppi.
0: Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to ride that Bailey Zappi train as well. He was very fun in college uh, was I wasn't able to see much of football last week, but uh, you know, putting up 29 points against the Detroit Lions isn't exactly hard to do, but much better than what he did against the Green Bay Packers a couple weeks ago. So another week uh, as the QB1, if you're going to give me the points, I'll take them. But I agree with Dominic. I do think the Patriots can win this game outright as well. Speaking of the Packers, they host the New York Football Jets at Lambeau Green Bay coming off that disappointing loss in London town against the New York football giants. So now they got to face the other New York team Packers favored by seven and a half. I'm going to already say it. Give me the jets. Give me the points. I think the jets are a spunky little team. Packers have not shown me that they can cover such a big number. I mean, they probably are going to win, but give me the jets and the seven and a half Dominic
1: well, that's why you're going with the spread and I'm going with the money line. The Packers are going to win this game, okay? The Jets are just the Jets. The Packers, Aaron Rodgers, uh, fucking Jones and fucking Lizard. This, this team is not bad, but not upper echelon anymore, but they're definitely better than the Jets. So give me give me Green Bay.
0: This is why you should do the spread, Dominic, because you're betting minus 345. There's like no value in that. Might as well just, you know, take the spread at minus 110 either side. Come on, Dominic. Okay. We'll just, never mind. We'll just let you stick to your NBA assist prop bets, which Dominic has a hundred percent hit rate in Vegas on those, right, Dominic? The NBA assist prop betting king. I'm, I'm, to I'm, I'm,
1: I'm not trying to say anything. I don't want to jinx myself, Brandon. So shut the fuck up. Sorry, sorry. There's casinos all over the place near me and I'm getting the itch. The
0: itch NBA season's coming, baby. It's coming. Oh, it's a coming. It's a coming. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers take on the Atlanta Falcons 49ers favored by four and a half in this one offensively not might not be the most exciting game in the world. Um, Dominic, what do you see in this one? Can the Falcons surprise some people at home against the 49ers team that you know, ever since Jimmy G took over, steadily has improved over these last couple weeks?
1: I'm gonna give it to the 49ers. I've I've uh I've been kind of talking it over with a lot of people. Jimmy, this thing that's happened to Trey Lance is terrible, but it's given Jimmy G um an extra basically an extra chance to prove his worth, and he's been making everyone pay. Literally, because for every second he's on that field proving that he's meant to be there, people are taking notice. So I'm gonna give it to the Niners, Jimmy G, Debo, fucking. Wilson, fucking Kittle, fucking Aoki,
0: whatever fuck his name is, the Niners are gonna win this game. What are the people of Spokane? What have they been saying about San Francisco? Dumb? like let the people. That they're fucking terrible. Fuck them. We hate them. Stuff like that. Nice. And as a Raider fan, you're saying the same thing. Ye, yeah. you yeah. Um, give me the 49ers and the uh, four and a half who knows what happened what's gonna happen if Kyle Pitts is playing or not he even if he does play he's not exactly contributing that much offensively but as I said the 49ers have progressively gotten better and better and that Falcons offense has not really shown much so I can see it being very similar to last week uh, with the Panthers where the 49ers you know just have a a solid game but put a stranglehold on the on the offense so um, Falcons are the 49ers definitely can cover the four and a half. Then we get, I think the biggest number on the board. I haven't really looked this week, but the Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers, another road favorite with the Buccaneers laying the nine and a half. Dominic, I know you're just going to pick who wins, but is it going to be a blowout? Can the Steelers actually pull off the upset of the century, despite this offense looking a God awful? We thought they could have kept it within 14, against the bills and they could not no um no
1: just just it, it's funny they show promise and then things like last week happened so no i'm going to go with the
0: buckies steelers are on just an absolute terrible stretch right now they faced the bills they faced uh bucks they have a couple other playoff contenders uh, super Bowl contenders i think you know in the next couple weeks as well and they probably shouldn't have won that Bengals game week one. So they definitely could have been looking at a, an 0-5, 0-6 start. So they're lucky they at least got one under the belt. But uh, I put my faith in them last week. I am not putting my faith in them this week. Buccaneers, minus nine and a half. They crush them. They kill them. Maybe a nice breakout game for the, the boys and Tom Brady in that offense. Uh, not excited to watch that one. Uh, we got a battle of the birds, Dominic, in the NFC West, the old – Cardinals taking on the Seahawks Seahawks surprising a lot of people With that just air raid Offense, Geno Smith Just making Russell Russell Wilson look fucking Terrible and washed even though he's kind of doing that Himself Cardinals only a two and a half point favorite but it is In Seattle Dominic, can your Seattle Seagulls Pull off the upset and beat the Cardinals And continue this magical run
2: um no, I think uh the Cardinals will peck the Seahawks into the
0: ground. Now if this was a real battle, of the birds. I think the Seahawks would beat a would beat a Cardinal because Seahawks Seahawks are much bigger than a Cardinal. Um, but I like the Cardinals in this one. I could see the uh, the Seahawks kind of. They've had a hot start, but maybe they kind of fall off a little bit. So give them the Cardinals in the two and a half. Maybe, uh, you know, if we're going to be a little fancier, maybe see Seahawks get out to an early lead, take the live odds at the Cardinals, because we all know they don't play well in the first half and they come storming back in the second half. They're pretty much the opposite uh, Baltimore Ravens. So I like the Cardinals and the uh, the two and a half here. No disrespect to Geno Smith. I think people kind of forget how good of – a quarterback he was in West Virginia and just, I mean, he's showing it with all these like crazy throws he's been making. So no disrespect for Geno Smith athletically talent wise. He has it, but you know, he hasn't really been put in a spot. I would say to kind of get the fullest potential at his, out of his abilities. But I think the Cardinals get it done in Seattle, staying in the NFC West as the Los Angeles Rams host the Carolina Panthers. Now this is the biggest number so far as the Rams are a big, 10-point favorite against those Carolina Panthers. New head coach, Matt Rule, gets the shit can. Uh, No Baker Mayfield. It's going to be the ex former XFL star P.J. Walker getting the nod. Uh, is that enough, Dominic, for the Panthers to have a chance against the defending Super Bowl champions?
1: Part of me
2: wants to say yes, but
1: no, the Panthers are god awful so I'm going to stick with the Rams.
0: I don't really like – I don't like the Rams. I mean, I said it last week when they faced the the Cowboys. Like, that was my most confident pick, that the Cowboys are going to give it to the Rams. But, hey, I don't know. Tens a, ten's a lot of points, and even the over-under total is kind of weird with 41-and-a-half. So they kind of see it that the Rams are going to put a beat down on the Panthers, and the Panthers aren't going to score at all. So, mm, I guess just give me the Rams. I don't like it, but it's more just I have zero faith in the Panthers. Even though I do want PJ Walker to kind of show out and throw some passes to DJ Moore, even though I don't think I'm starting him in either league. But I need DJ Moore to come back. No K makers, so Daryl Henderson's getting the nod. Um, but yeah. Anyways, from a terrible game, terrible matchup that no one wants to see to the premier the one everybody is excited for it might not be sunday night football or in a primetime slot but it's the game everybody's talking about the rematch of the craziest game of all time the buffalo bills travel to arrowhead to take on the kansas city chiefs and surprisingly another road favorite with the bills favored by two and a half patrick Mahomes dominic is undefeated as a home underdog the chiefs won the last meeting Bills got revenge on their mind. What is going to happen in this electric, hopefully electric, game? The Bills are going
2: to win the game. The Bills, the Bills, the Bills, the Bills, Bills, Bills. No,
1: um, I think Josh Allen marches his troops into Arrowhead and slaughters the Chiefs.
2: Is that a little too much. Yes, because no one circles the wagons, Dominic. Like just those Chiefs, and that's why you got to slaughter them, the Bills at least. Okay, Okay. well, I'm falling asleep. By the way, talking
0: about Bills and uh, Chiefs, you know, both things that the American government have slaughtered.
2: Anyways, I don't know.
0: Uh, You know, Chiefs as underdogs is very enticing. They paid off for me on Sunday night against the Broncos. The Bills, I I kind of in the same boat as you, as like the Bills just see this as like their game and they need to like prove a statement that they're back and they're here to fucking go on the run. And it's probably is going to be a game for home field advantage. I don't like it. But give me the Chiefs, give me the two, you know, give me the two and a half, even though kind of at that low number, I'd rather just say fucking and go with Dominic and take the money line. But um, I think maybe the Bills get overhyped and maybe they press a little bit too much and the Chiefs just are staying bull bomb and belected and they they sneak one out yet again. But to Dominic's credit, I would not be shocked if the Bills just come in there and fucking railroad the Chiefs. Oh, yeah. Railroad them. Uh, The Sunday night matchup is those Dallas Cowboys taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles favored by six and a half big time number for a division rival game. Uh, Eagles only undefeated team left in the league. Cowboys have been undefeated with Cooper Cush under center. Dak Prescott seemingly coming back relatively soon. But it is the Cooper Rush show right now. Um, Cowboys, another kind of big number for them as underdogs on the road. Dominic, do the Eagles continue to roll to make it 6-0? and Or can the Cowboys pull off the upset in prime time? I think the Cowboys
2: will give the Eagles their first loss. Cooper Cush, Zeke, uh Zeke, Pollard, uh,
1: some other dudes gonna gonna put a
0: hurting on the Eagles. One might say you may see a bird fall out of the sky. You highlighted the offense, but I think it really does come down to that Dallas defense. Uh, that defense is legit, and I really do like the Eagles' offense, um, but. I think six and a half is too many points giving the Cowboys in the six and a half. And I think they can keep it close and I would not be shocked if they outright win this game, but this is going to be a really fun matchup. I think if we saw this after the Dak Prescott injury, we would be like, Oh, this is just going to be a terrible matchup. Eagles just going to fucking kill them, but not the case thus far. But I just think six and a half is a little bit too much for my liking. I do like the Eagles to win, but um, just, I think too much value. With the six and a half, then we get another divisional matchup. Not so much as enticing because for whatever reason, the NFL has put the fucking Denver Broncos on a primetime game seemingly every week as the Denver Broncos take on the Los Angeles chargers in at SoFi stadium for Monday night football chargers four and a half. Um, just gave me the Chargers in the four and a half, just because I want to see some sort of offense. So gave me the chargers by a billion And Justin Herbert just lights up that Denver Broncos defense.
1: I can't agree with you any more than that. Like let Russell
0: Wilson actually see what a competent offense looks like. Exactly. All right. Uh, Thursday night match is actually going to be a decent one this next week as the Saints take on the Cardinals. Look ahead lines the Cardinals at two and a half. Um, Obviously with the Saints kind of dealing with a lot of injuries, kind of too hard to tell there. But Dominic, at least next week should be a decent Thursday night game, at least right? Hopefully. There'll be more than like 20 points scored.
1: Yes, uh, that I'll give you. But, you know, I also don't think it's going to be like, you know, blowout, shootout. Oh, my fucking God. It's not not going to be,
0: you know, Chiefs, Bills or Chiefs, Rams by any means. But it should be after these last two weeks. They might make it seem like it. Um, That is it for Dominic's picks. We'll put up a graphic Saturday or Sunday. Stay tuned. Dominic technically beat me last week in terms of the numbers. So that's why it's called Dominic's picks, not Brandon's picks. Neither one of us are great. I think we're both, we're like around 500, but, you know, picking 16, 15 games a week, that actually isn't that bad. So uh, let's move on over to the fan mail segment because we're doing sports. And the fan mail segment is otherwise known as Mr. X and friends' questions
2: and statements and opinions and other things of the week
0: bum bum all right let's go over to johnny roku who has a few questions so uh for this one as he always does tuesday october 18th is national mashed potatoes day where is the best place to get mashed potatoes i missed everything because i accidentally unplugged my microphone Well, Dominic, if you did not know, Tuesday, October 18th is National Mashed Potato Day, Mashed Potatoes Day. Uh, Where is the best place to get them old mashy potatoes? So are are we talking like
1: I go out and get a steak? I got to get mashed potatoes. Where do I go? Or just like do I prefer like
0: I don't don't really like if I go out to eat, I don't think I'm really like going out and getting mashed potatoes. So I don't really feel like I have a a big repertoire. I kind of go back to like the fast food of like KFC or Popeyes. I like Popeyes. I think I like well KFC kind of is the OG nostalgia one, but I kind of like Popeyes a little bit more just because a little more flavor to it. Um, I like. Oh my! God, what's the uh, what's the uh, barbecue place we like the last time we went out with with the studio audiences family? What's that place called? And famous, famous Dave's. The, famous Dave's. I think we've, I think, I've had that mashed potato place. I have mashed potatoes there, but, <laughs> Mashed potato uh, place. Uh, uh, maybe you know what? Maybe we put that on the list of our next business venture. No. we just have strictly mashed potatoes, it's all just a potato place. We serve fries, and potato. potato, burgers. It's basically like the bubba gumps of mashed potatoes, even though bubba gumps are just way more than fish. But, but, anyways, uh, you know um, what I'm saying? I mean,
1: like, I kind of agree with you, but like, you know, I love a good homemade just mashed potatoes but i'm also a slut and i love quick and easy so get me a fucking idaho fucking what's it called the little a things you, whatever of like a four cheese blend and that
0: shit's fucking smacks facts um what else did he say do you like to eat it yeah <clears throat> sorry do you like to eat it i would assume that means potatoes with brown that. gravy, white gravy, or chicken gravy. I'm to be out the top. Baby I gravy. Eat, I,
2: I don't even think I've had white gravy.
0: And if so, it, maybe it was baby gravy, but um, brown or <laughs> chicken, brown or chicken gravy. You know, it's okay. I probably go more towards the brown gravy myself. Agree. Agree. But, but
1: only on Thanksgiving and like the, and then the days after for leftovers, I'm not gonna make mashed potatoes and make gravy with it. Well,
0: uh, call me a fat ass because when I make mashed potatoes here, I fucking have some gravy with it. You fucking I have a fat I have piece a, of a, shit. It's just a little fucking can of gravy, and you pour it in this on the stovetop and you cook it for like a couple minutes. It's not that hard. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that was. Anyways, uh, who is the winner so far with these alternative helmets slash uniform combos in the NFL Bengals. season? Uh, bangles, absolutely. I think the bangles are fucking fire. Um, let's see if I can get like an alternative, I guess alternate huh. helmets because that's kind of the same thing. But um, oh, the oh how'd you, uh, since they were on last week, how'd you like the uh, Bears orange unis, orange helmets?
1: Uh, I wasn't like... Super like how do you say like I wasn't like super fond of it, but I mean it wasn't like terrible. I mean it
0: was something different, something to look at. Um yeah, I don't really have. Oh, I guess alternative. I really like. I know it's not it's more like a throwback than an alternative, but the Patriots unis they wore last week, the throwbacks with the Patriot pad on them. I like that. I, I thought those are just fucking so clean. Um the Saints have those black ones they wore in London those were were meh they were okay. Um, I kind of like the throwback alternative ones like the, I'm looking like the Falcons have those similar to the uh Patriot ones. So I think all of them are pretty good. Um I I I'm a I love alternate uniforms as long as they're not like too crazy and over the top honestly. I don't hate them but I probably would put the uh, Bears one kind of down at the bottom. Maybe the uh, Texans wants to. But this one, this the last question is actually just for Dominic. You're a special boy, Dominic. Are you noticing all the different? <clears throat> Sorry, let's take it from the top. question for Dominic. Are you noticing all the differences between California and Washington so far? For example, have you tried identifying a freeway to a Washingtonian? They do not understand it when they say something like the 880 or the five freeway. This actually confuses them. Then they will say I-80 or Interstate five. And I believe they say pop out there instead of soda. Any stories to share? So, Dominic, any you're in a car, you're in a truck, you know, doing your work. So have you uh, acclimated to the to the roads and the interstates and the highways and whatever else they call it over there? Roads? Mm-hmm. Uh, not so much. Um
1: there's a lot of roundabouts and a lot of one ways and shit like that out here. And, you know, for those of you don't know, Spokane Valley is five minutes from the Idaho border. So I'm not in Seattle. I'm not in the fucking stick somewhere. Um, But, uh, but yeah, no, there's a lot of roundabouts, a lot of one way streets, um, you know, and a lot of like hidden roads. So like my GPS would be saying, you know, go straight for, um, you know, 500 feet and turn left on the next street And then it says turn left and I'm looking for the fucking road. And then it's like tucked behind someone's house and there's a road. I'm like, what the fuck? So it's all weird. Um, You know, my manager, you know, it's funny. These guys don't sound like they have, you know, how he mentioned like they call it pop out here. Yeah. He said, you know, he was like, yeah, my grandpa, you know, he should give me, you know, a nickel to go get some pop. And I'm like, wow, that's like the first time someone's actually like used that terminology around me, not just like soda or Coke or Pepsi or whatever, like pop, you know. Um, and then did you correct him and say it's soda? No, because I didn't want to get fucking smacked. Okay. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it is a little bit different, but, you know, going to the freeways, nah. I feel like it just depends on who you're talking to because, um I just say freeway. I'm like, yeah, the one that runs this way. And they're like, oh, that's 990 or whatever. They don't say like I-90 or freeway 90 or whatever. They just say like, oh, 90. They just use the number. But not the 90, not the 101, not the five, not, you know. But, you know, thank you, Johnny, for asking. Because, you know, not a lot of people ask me how I'm doing, how how things are, you know, like any differences or anything like that. I will say everyone i've come into contact with has been nice and they haven't i haven't seen like i'm um, the only mean thing i've s- witnessed personally was when me and the studio answer coming back from walmart when she was still here and homeless men mean mean studio were having a conversation just me and her windows were down and he was you know holding a sign out asking for money and that we were not we're ignoring him because you know we just First of all, I'm we're broke, but, you know, but also we're just having a conversation and he started muttering under to us, you know, I feel you fucking hear
0: me, you fucking assholes, you fucking hear me. So, you know, besides that, everyone else has been great. I know we talked about it last week a little bit and you said something with the pop, any other uh, just nuances in terms of like dialect or any new, whatchamacallit, that you've nope. heard from people?
1: no just you know besides pop not really it's very uh haven't heard any heard haven't heard anyone say hella um or any other like Bay Area things like you know weird things but like you know it's a lot of like yes nos uh you know just basic terminology but haven't heard anyone say hella yet so
0: yeah all right moving on to Josh Big Daddy uh, staying on the topic, hope you are doing well in Washington, Dominic. Best of luck in your new chapter in life.
1: Well, thank you, Josh. I appreciate that, and I hope that you can graduate faster than your brother and actually get a job.
0: Well, you've had a job, you know, and maybe you can, you know, help your brother out. Well, yeah. I might have taken forever to graduate, but at least I'm not leaving the family crippling debt. This NFL season is a lot weirder weirder than most. It most it seems like a lot of teams are two and three or three and two. Besides a few outliers, who do you guys have in your top five to have a chance at winning the Super Bowl at this point or making a run at it? So Dominic, currently, who are your super, let me get the Dominic. Power rankings and who are your top five Picks for the Super Bowl currently
2: Fucking bitch-ass Eagles Bills Chiefs Mm.
1: I'm gonna throw this team in there and I'm probably Gonna get shit for it But I will throw in
2: The Packers I think they can turn it around And a sleeper, a sleeper team that is sleepier than sleepy. The Cowboys.
0: I think those top three, you said Eagles, Chiefs bills are pretty consensus. The top three is just what number, what ranking you put them at. Uh, The last two kind of are the real debate. I would say, and I would differ from you and, I think the NFC is going to have a lot more parity. I think the Bills, even, you know, Ravens are in there as well, but I think it will come down to Chiefs and Bills. You know, maybe the Ravens. And then I don't really see anybody else making a run out unless the Chargers, you know, really get going. But I'll stick in the NFC for those last two. And I probably would say the 49ers, uh, 49ers, I think they're you know talent wise they have just probably one of the most talented teams out there and um i'm kind of debating between the vikings and the bucks i don't i i think at number 5 i'll give it to the buccaneers mainly because of their defense they have a much stronger defense than the vikings do and their weapons are starting to get healthy and even though that offensive line isn't great as long as you know, There's Godwin, Evans, Jones, Fournette. I think the Buccaneers offense should uh, should be good. So I'll give it so Eagles, Bills, Chiefs, uh, 49ers, Buccaneers in that order. Uh, so that's it for the social media questions. Let's go over to the email to see what old Mr. X has to say this week. Well, he starts off with, fuck
1: you, Brandon. You're a bitch-ass motherfucker. No, I'm joking. That's just me. me (laughs) He says, hi there. Hello. What's up? Is it time for Bengals fans to be very worried or just a little concerned?
0: Well, I touched on a little, but I would probably be worried. Probably not concerned, but it's definitely getting uh to that point. Um, you know, should have beat the Steelers. I would say if Tua didn't get that concussion, Dolphins probably would have would have won that game on Thursday. Uh probably shoulda, could have at least looked better against the uh almost wrong bird. Stip shit. They're not the Falcons, they're the Ravens. So those are just kind of three wins, you know, three games right there that could have swayed either way. You know, Cooper Rush, you should have beat the the uh Cowboys so they've definitely been underperforming thus far still relatively early on in the season and luckily the uh, as I said the AFC I don't like see a lot of teams like in the AFC that could really compete so if they go on a run they end with the extra wild card they should be able to make the playoffs but um, at two and three you don't want to really mess around right now gotta gotta start winning some ball games there exactly did Matt rule Somehow get the last laugh on the Panthers. I, I, I don't know what's going on with. The I mean, Panthers. he doesn't work
1: there anymore. I mean, that's pretty pretty much. A and, good he's, last and he's still laugh. gonna get paid.
0: Exactly right. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's the graphic of like all of his shitty quarterbacks that he's had over the years. So that doesn't help. But he's just another kind of guy and another example of college people who just don't translate well to the NFL if they don't get some NFL experience beforehand. I mean, the only one really. Is uh Pete Carroll, and you can maybe say Harbaugh or uh Mm. Jim Harbaugh, but he kind of flamed out as well. So, yeah, I I think it's kind of hopefully the NFL stops looking at college guys because they're just one after another after another that they just don't pan out.
1: Moving on to Mr. X's energy update. Well, NHL is back. The 2022-2023 season kicked off this week. The reigning and defending champion Avalanche raised their banner during their home over to celebrate their first title since 2001. Of course, they're one of, if not the favorite, to take it all again this season. The other favorite, most favored in the cup this season, appears to be the Edmonton Oilers and superstar De- uh, Con- uh, Connor McDavid and Leon <laughs> Leading the way. Nailed it. in it. A- and 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 I'm gonna add in uh, this real quick.
0: <clears throat> quack quack motherfucker. Quack quack motherfucker. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Mister X. Liked their story when we reposted that a uh, goose that was up that was on the field. Quack quack at the uh, Padres Dodger game too. Quack quack. What what does sound does a goose make? Quack quack. Let me look it up. Because hey, I'm not gonna try to make a, a goose sound right now. You can keep reading this question if you want. I'll just interrupt you with a goose sound
1: okay don't get me wrong I oh the, the, that's it for the sports you're going into the wrestling part um don't get me wrong I I'm an orange Cassidy fan but was it the smart move for him to take the Atlantic championship off of pock now um i i agree with you Mr X i do like
2: uh... a
1: <laughs> anyways I do like orange cassidy but
0: I I don't feel he. Washer's gonna be a giant flock of geese coming over to my window right now. <laughs> Just gonna pelt you with fucking geese shit.
1: <laughs> Which
0: also, my screen, my window screen fell out the other day because the cats have taken residency in my room and their fat ass has probably knocked it out. Went to Home Depot today to get paint and. uh Hey, I can rescreen it for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that hard. I right, well. I just haven't done my YouTube rabbit hole yet to really look at it. it, it it's honestly like, not that hard. You just get the screen,
1: my, you get the fucking. Um, when
0: do you get the frame? Because my frame's fucked up.
1: You can make it yourself.
0: I know that's why we looked at it, and that's everything is customizable now. So I gotta, Ooh. gotta, gotta bear dad, and then gotta make a new screen because right now I'm just I just duct taped it to the wall. Oh, you like, fucking, like a real fucking like a real fucking man, fucking hobo. Anyways, Anyways Mister X's. Orange Orange Cassidy Cassidy, should they should they
1: should they made him North North champion Atlantic champion all Atlantic champion champion, all Atlantic champion. Uh, I say no, because I feel like he's better off just being that, you know. That it's kind of a the shitty situation for having that type of gimmick is you're not taken seriously and they're trying to make him a serious act by being all moral. I'm a badass too. It's like I don't like it. So I think they ruin him
0: and I can't take him as a champion. I mean, it's the all-Atlantic championship. Who really gives a shit about it? So that's why I'm not like in an uproar um about him winning the title. That being said, him being a champion does give like a nice like new angle to his character i don't know what it's going to be Um, i could see him which i would find this kind of entertaining of him being like a naito of just kind of like dragging the belt around and just like doesn't care and just throwing like not throwing it around like naito did but you know just kind of carrying it or just very nonchalant about it but then also aw so many championships he's not really doesn't care about it that also doesn't help lift up the prestige of the championship if there if there even is any prestige with the aw all atlantic title it's okay so, they'll just make a all pacific title well they're coming to seattle in january allegedly we, the cow uh, Palace. out maybe well maybe you're gonna come maybe. down to the cow palace no you're gonna come up to seattle and then you come down to the cow palace maybe aw revolution is way bigger than just some one-off dynamite but then that would also be like danielson's homecoming that'd be kind of cool to see exactly where's aberdeen washington in terms i don't fucking now? know yeah i thought you're a fucking native now dominic you're supposed to no, every, every week you come on this podcast and you tell us everything about washington that we need to know
1: well i know and moving on am i the only one digging goofball nyla rose right now i love the humor she's bringing to the her promuge. um i do not just talking about i don't see any humor
0: well aberdeen is on the west side of washington and it's even further west than seattle so um yeah nowhere close to dominic but so what you're
1: saying it's in the ocean
0: it's damn near in the ocean it's like right on the edge it's like by a a river that leads into a, a bay so what bay is this or what is It just does not have a name. Oh, here it is. Well, I guess it's just they call it the river. The she- Shehalis River. There you go. And that leads into the, the North Bay. There you go. There's your weekly Washington update. A Wa- little Washington geography lesson. Anyways, Nyla Rose, mm. uh, to be honest, I haven't really seen too much of like not like I've seen like clips and stuff and it's a it's a new aspect to her character like she's fun on Twitter so it really doesn't surprise me that she's kind of showing this type of uh charisma and this type of act. Um not a big fan of stealing championships and that kind of being a babyface move I think but whatever. By the way Josh Hader coming into the ninth to save it Let's see if he blows this lead. Stay tuned.
1: Okay, moving on. How do we feel about the new announced teams for WWE? I do love how each one is just a simple play-by-play and color commentator dynamic. Um, Corey Graves, amazing.
2: Uh, that's about it.
0: I agree. I do like how it's just a simple two-man booth. Um, WWE has kind of perfected like the three man dynamic with, you know, Corey and Byron in there. But, um, you know, Byron as a, an interviewer, like it's fine. I don't know what else. Well, I mean, I wonder what else they're gonna do with him because he's been around for so long that and he's always been like, he's gonna be come back to the ring. Maybe he's gonna be like uh, a or what was his name again when he like had that cup of coffee as a color guy.
1: Oh, it was uh,
0: Montez Ford. Uh, no. Wrong color guy. (laughs) I don't know. know. Uh, what was his wrestling name? Byron Saxon. Uh, no. John Cena. Dio Madden. There we go. He Um, was Dio Madden? No, I was asking who Dio Madden was. What is that? Because I said Masay. What was his name before that? Uh, who, who?
2: Dio Madden is Mase.
1: But we're talking about Byron Saxon.
0: Yes, but I was saying you said Byron Saxon is going to go back to the ring. So I was saying, oh, like Massey went back to the ring after he did. <laughs>
1: oh, oh, I got you. I got you. Sorry, I'm trying to <laughs> anyways. anyways
0: s- sticking with Raw, shout out Kathy Kelly's back. You absolutely love to see it. Uh, Booker T on NXT, even though I've not really watched NXT. Uh, big yikes there I would say Um, from what I've heard he didn't like do anything terrible this week so maybe he was on his best behavior but I I do wonder what he's going to look like week after week with this but hopefully he gets better because I have zero faith that he actually knows a lot about the NXT roster and the current storylines but hopefully he can Jerry Lawler through it and just kind of fake it till you make it until he actually gets familiar with it
1: OK, love to hear that. And last but not least, his little. Uh, I don't know if I got to make him a segment because he already has Mr. X's questions of the week. Mr. X's initial update. So I don't know if he gets his. his. This is a segment, but because there's no supposed to be Tyler's segment. But, you know, we'll just... oh,
0: is this the uh, comic book corner the, this is supposed to be? Uh, what was it called? Tyler's space or no. I forget what the fuck. We, uh... mean. we had a gimmick name for it. Tyler's pop or yeah there it is Tyler's pop like that yeah there we go. In sad news,
1: after thirty years, Cartoon Network is going away. I loved this network. Now, These while peaks. in the nineties, I preferred Nickelodeon's original cartoons compared to Cartoon Networks. I was primarily a t- Toonami guy. All the action cartoons in one convenient block right after I got home from school. It was the network where I discovered and fell in love with Dragon Ball Z. Shout out. It was where I also discovered Gundam. Gundam? I don't know what that is. Sorry, buddy. As well. Not to mention Space Ghosts Coast to Coast, the wonderful persecutor of a precursor to Adult Swim. When Adult Swim debuted in the early 2000s, I was in college at the time, and we would spend most of the time talking about Robot Chicken. Shout out. Aqua Team, Hunger Force. Shout out. Rest in peace, Cartoon Network. Shout, Shout out. Tease and peace, Mr. X. Well, Mr. X, Cartoon Network will be missed. I remember the days of watching Ed, Ed and Eddie, Codename Kid Next Door, Johnny Bravo. I hated Courage to Carol or the Dog, but I would still watch it every once in a while. Uh, Billy and Mandy. Um
0: uh uh buh, 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 like you said robot chicken Awkward team hunger for 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 fish, fish. was that the one that had Foster's home for imaginary friend with cheese shout out cheese yes okay just that making would sure
1: one of them um know, I'm, and fucking so many fucking more so i mean yeah I, it is one of those networks that you know it would be nice if somebody would buy their catalog and stream it that'd be
0: nice Yeah, it sucks. Uh, I know the Time Warner, whatever people are kind of fucking everything up right now with Discovery and Warner is kind of fucking everything up with the merger. And hopefully it doesn't lead to AEW. But uh, yeah, it sucks that uh, Cartoon Network's kind of going away. It was like, I don't know how you had it set up, Mr. X, but like we had like Nickelodeon Cartoon Network and uh, Disney Channel is all like back to back to back. So you can just flip through and just go whatever you wanted. And Cartoon Network was kind of like skewed more older than the other channels were. And so, you know, Dom to kind of rattled off all those names from our era. So that yeah, sucks. And then also they would throw in like the, the old school, like Scooby-Doo's and uh, Flintstones and stuff like that as well.
2: All right. If you'd like to be like Mr.
0: X and send in any, which question does not be sports or wrestling. You can send in, um, Tyler's Pop questions. Uh, RIP, T's and peace to uh, Hagrid. He passed away. Um, didn't one of the, some some other person died. I forget. T's and peace. But uh, if you want to be like Mr. X or Johnny or Josh, send in questions via uh, the email, email curveballncs.gmail.com Sliding the DMs, Curveballs, and CS on Twitter and or Instagram. All the pertinent links and things will be in the description down below. So let's jump on into wrestling real quick. Extreme Rules did happen. Um, Mixed directs do not uh, blab on me, but I actually didn't watch the entirety of uh, Extreme Rules. I jumped in late and watched the uh, last couple matches. Uh, Got a a good glimpse of what happened. Dominic, uh, what did you think of Extreme Rules? Uh, Overall, a pretty good show. Uh, I mean, I did watch the whole thing. So, because you're a great on my cock, you watched it on my cock. I watched it
1: on your cock. Yes, I did. Um, yeah, you did. overall, I'll give it like three, three quarters, uh, three and three quarter stars. I thought it was maybe a close four star uh, out of five. It was fairly decent, good stories, and uh, good matches.
0: And what everyone's talking about is the Bray Wyatt reveal, it was him as it should have been. Uh, he did show up today on Smackdown. Uh, I saw I haven't seen anything, but I kind of heard what he was talking about. I sound like it's a very babyface face promo. Um, Dominic, what do you, what's your thoughts on Wyatt coming back and uh, the whole presentation? I know we touched on it last week, but now that it actually happened and we saw it, what what are your thoughts on him going forward now? I mean, I love the fact that,
1: you know, he's going to be utilized. I'm afraid that it's going to be something that we're going to see and then be done with it pretty, pretty quickly. And I know that's something that Triple H has hinted in interviews of somebody that creative, could be hard to work with and you don't want to, you know, get everyone's hopes up, his hopes up. So then you can't work with it because it's too, too much, this, too much, that, but I'm happy he's back being a baby face. I mean, yeah, you got to be a baby face. People wanted you back. People want to see you. So, I understand why he's a baby face, but I'm sure it's not going to be too far long before he does something you know, very disgusting.
0: I can see it. Um, I am happy that he's not coming back just straight up as the Fiend. I know the Fiend showed up in the crowd, so maybe there's going to be some aspects to it, but um, I think he's going to be more just the original Bray Wyatt kind of uh, cult leader type, and I definitely like that one. Like like that character more than the fiend. I think there's a lot more, a lot more to work with with the cult leader. So uh, I'm excited to see what he can do, unchained in this new regime. So maybe he can kind of flex and do more what his original vision was with that character. And shout out the Padres, they got it done. Josh Hader comes and slams the door. And I did forget. I think Josh Hader, if he can continue to pitch the way he's been pitching recently uh, at Padres, can be deadly if they're starting pitcher. If they're pitching, can just kind of, you know, go six or seven, go to transition guy, hater comes in, shut the door. They should be golden. But um, yeah, overall, Extreme Rules, that was a good show. Um, I thought the fight pit was a little bit disappointing. I thought it would have been more of like a blood sport type, like the NXT ones. But this one seemed more just like a WWE match inside a new gimmick. Um, the I quit match, I thought the ending was very dramatic, and I thought it told a great story. And uh, yeah, anything else on Extreme Rules, Dominic?
1: Um, I want I want to say for Bailey and Bianca having their first ladder match. I th- you know there might have been a few hiccups, but I thought it was a decent ladder
0: match for being there first. So give them props on that too. Good job, good job. So let's uh, quickly go over AEW Dynamite. The new newest signing. There's always so many signs for AEW. Rene Paquette. The worst one ever. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Made her debut in uh, Toronto. First international AEW show. Uh, Thoughts on Renee joining AEW, Dominic? I mean, good for her. I mean, makes sense.
1: Husband's there. You can, you know, see them. Baby can be with y'all. All All that fun stuff. You got a lot of friends there now with Soraya and Soraya. Soraya. Soraya's. Um, you know, and other people that you've probably been around for a while now. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's good for her good for them, but I'm just, you know,
0: how many backstage interviewers do you need, bro? I I, I mean, I like the signing. I think she's talented. Um, It's kind of like a neutral thing. Like, as you said, what can she actually do that's going to make a difference? So as long as she, you know they don't do some sort of storyline with her and Moxley. I think outside of that, it's it's fine. It's a uh, it's a good signing. Uh, we kicked it off with Lucha taking on Jungle Boy. Uh, Christian got some got some booze, some cheers, but uh, overall, Lucha and Jungle Boy had a, I thought a really good match. Lucha ends up getting the win after Jungle Boy gets distracted. Not a big fan of the distraction finish, but I did think the wrestling uh, was very good while it lasted and. uh, I don't know what they're going to do with this story because I would assume Christian's out for a long period of time and how much can you really get out of just Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus having like back and forth 50-50 matches. Well, I mean, the only th- the only thing I have to
1: ask about this
0: whole storyline is why do they keep referring him to
1: Jungle Boy Jack Perry? I know Jack Perry's his name, but like I thought the whole thing was to call him Jungle Boy. Why do they keep going? Why are they going by his real name and stage like Jungle Boy Jack Perry? It's like
0: I thought it was just Jungle Boy. Well, JR kind of started that. And I think maybe it's an evolution of him because he can't be a boy forever. So maybe we kind of, you know, introduce Jack Perry into the mix and then he can sooner or later evolve into just Jack Perry or whatever his next incarnation, Jungle man, jungle man. There you go. Or Tarzan or just Jack or just Perry. I don't know. He's Perry the platypus. Probably not. Um, Next up, we get Swerve defeating old daddy ass. Uh, The scissoring gimmick is over like Rover. Now, is it a good thing that Billy Gunn is one of the most overacts in the year of our lore 2022? Who's to say? But Swerve Swerve does get the win, and he, he had to hold on to the bottom rope to defeat daddy ass, which, again, Billy Gunn doesn't put anybody over clean, even his own sons, but... Um, nice C-Swerve got the win and now the acclaim is going to feud over scissoring rights with Mark Sterling. So, fantastic. It's it's a good time to be alive when you got to fight scissoring rights, bro. Yes. yes. There's a lot of rights that people are trying to fight for, but scissoring rights have to be at the top of the list. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, MJF uh, cuts a promo backstage. A little tension with Stokely Hathaway and Uh, He talks about last week, kind of going back and forth, goes after Regal, talks about uh, his upbringing and, you know, what he has to do to kind of get to where he was. Uh, I think last week was kind of a tease of maybe him going babyface. But I think after this promo probably firmly establishes he's sticking to being a heel. Um, Interesting. There was a little dissension between the firm already, but I don't know where that's going. Um, You know, good promo. But nothing like spectacular on the MJF level. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've kind of come to see that
1: in order for MJF to give us one of those five star promos, he has to be invested. I don't think he's invested right now.
0: Well, he was invested as he was up at his suite again with his chip looking at Moxley and Hangman. They had a promo hyping up their match next week in old Cincinnati. I don't know if Mr. X is going. If he is, have fun. There's a main event pay-per-view caliber match taking place with Moxley and Hangman for the title. Um, I I don't know. Well, Moxley's, Moxley's promo was good. I really enjoyed Hangman's promo. I thought what he was talking about and kind of going off of, you know, the Dark Order guys and the Elite and um, anxiety, depression, and not working and yada, yada, yada. He keeps coming back. I thought that was fantastic. Crowd kind of undercut it by chanting for MJF, kind of at the big crescendo because they kept cutting back and forth between them and MJF, which I still don't understand why they keep doing that. But I love the promo. Not so much the cutting back and forth. I do wonder if maybe MJF cashes in next week, just because they've really kind of laid it on that he can just cash in whenever. So I that's I'm kind of wondering with only a month left before the pay-per-view, what's what's their thing here? Because I think MJF is the the opponent, or you know, MJF versus Moxley is the match, but they're not going to give it to MJF. Well, he already has a chip. I think he has to cash in to win it, right? Which, which then gets me to believe that
1: Hangman's going to win it and MJ is going to cash in on him. Or do you have my thing is who who's he cash in on? It has who do you protect?
0: Do you want to protect MJF? I mean, Hangman or or Moxley? I mean, the way Hangman was talking, it was like, this seems like his last dish effort. He's given all it's got. And if he comes up short, maybe that kind of diverges him into a deeper depression or some sort of different, like darker type character and cashing in on Moxley in his hometown. I mean, it's hard because the cash, the money in the bank cash in for lack of a better term, always will get a pop. So I think MJF cashing in on Moxley in Cincinnati takes it down a little bit, but I think regardless of who he cashes it in on, it's going to be like a big pop for him. And I don't think they're going to go with a triple threat match. So if you beat, if Hangman beats Moxley, then MJF cashes on Hangman. That would, in WWE logic, lead to a triple threat. But I don't know if that's the route AEW would go. And for ever since Moxley kind of won the title, it's been like MJF and Moxley like on parallel paths, so that's why I I, I feel like it has to be Moxley and MJF for the pay per view.
2: Dominic fell asleep.
1: Oh, I, I thought I was still unmuted. No, I agree. I I think you have that's the only logical way you get to the pay per view. But
0: you know, well, time will tell. Time will tell. We have. Jo- uh, We have another title match. So many titles. Uh, Chris Jericho defends the ROH title against Brian Danielson. Jericho gets the win after we got a swerve bro as Daniel Garcia hits Danielson with the title. Um, You know, good match. Did not like the finish. I don't know what they're doing with Garcia. Like, you tell the story. He was getting over his baby face. And then you make him go back to Jericho's group. Um, I mean, I don't know what you would do with Garcia in the Black Bull Combat Club, because he's kind of the same as Willie Yuta. But he was like gaining momentum in one way, and then you kind of rip the rug out from under him and the crowd. So I don't know. I'm just kind of felt meh about the whole thing. And how I did finished. I just don't, you know,
1: I think I much tra- rather have him been by himself and get away from Jericho
0: and not go to Blackpool and just be by himself. Yeah, he can be like loosely associated, but he can just say like, I don't need you guys. I have always been in some, I've been in a group before. I don't want to do that again. Like I, yeah, I, I don't know why they had to do that. Uh, we get the obligatory one woman match. uh Sheet and Tony Storm beat Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter. A good match. I think after the Jericho Danielson match, they, the women had an uphill climb, but they, God bless them. They got the crowd into them at the end and uh, the faces win. So shout out. And uh, in the main event, Orange Cassidy defeats Pac. I uh, already talked about it with uh, Mr. X. Uh, the match itself I thought was really good. Once again, people will kind of forget how good I think both Orange Cassidy and Pac are. Hate that this was for a championship. I think they could have just done the exact same story without the titles, but Orange Cassidy's a champion now. I wonder what they do with this character. Exactly. And that's. It goes back to what I said earlier. It's kind of hard to take
1: him serious, so we'll have to see what happens and then if what happens to the title, too.
0: Maybe he just loses it and we never see it again. That would be fantastic. He literally loses it. Yes, just he can't find it. I'd like that. I'd like that a lot. Um. All right, that is going to do it for us for today. Gotta- Yay. Got a, It was a shorter podcast, but we got a lot of information out there. Big weekend of sports this week. A lot of good college games. We got four games of baseball tomorrow. Full slate of NFL Sunday. We got basketball preseason, NHL regular seasons back. I mean, October October's, way, uh, October's uh, the
1: anybody, GOAT sports month, right, Thelma? If, if anybody wants to, um, you know, give me their, like, NFL Red Zone or YouTube Plus, Hulu Plus, whatever give me some sports I would uh, you know much appreciate that
0: yes Dominic is uh, thirsty for his uh, for a new setup yes yes so everyone let Dominic in chip in chip in go go fund me yes Uh, so yeah gave out the the pertinent information curveball ncs at gmail.com curveballs ncs on the social medias Uh, Dominic any lasting words for the people I want to go to sleep. Good night. All right. Go to bed. Have a good night and goodbye. Uh, Six. Bye Evolution is a mystery,
1: full of that no one sees.